0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Cersasimo, and you are listening on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Um, I took a couple week hiatus just to kind of let the dust settle. The season's over, the off-season's over, um, or the off-season just began, and I just thought I'd let some things... Hang out there and get some more content um, under the belt, and then come meet you back here again, wherever you're listening Spotify, Apple Music, um, you know, online downloads, anywhere. I, I, I've been keeping up on our website, and I really do appreciate all of the downloads and all of the listens that this podcast gets. And um, I don't really get to see all the numbers. But I do get to see some numbers, and um, some of the numbers have been on the rise this fall into the winter, and for those of you who listen on a regular basis, I can't say thank you enough. Uh, This truly is my passion, not only media and broadcasting, but tennis. I love the sport of tennis, and I love everything that has to do with not only ATP Tour, but also the WTA Tour. Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Stick along with me. Uh, We have a lot of fun on this podcast I have a lot of fun. I hope my listeners have a lot of fun. We get guests on here every once in a while um, when the busy schedules match up and some good people that can talk real good tennis terms um, with me and welcome aboard. Hope you enjoy. Let's go into this uh, holiday season right here with some good news. A lot of good news out of the tennis world and I want to start with the new campaign that the ATP Tour has put out there called This Is Tennis. This is Tennis is a new global campaign, global marketing campaign for the ATP Tour. Um, I'm assuming, before I get into this, I'm assuming WTA might be doing something, um, might announce something of of their own over this offseason until February. But as it sits right now, ATP came hammering down with this announcement and the players really bought into it, and it came out as well. Um, This is like a brand shift for the tour. Now, this is straight from their website. This is kind of things I've picked up from reading their article about what it is. Um, It's putting, you know, it says, the film which launches the campaign is a high-octane and edgy edit that reflects the true energy, pace, and drama of the ATP tour. Wilt's also highlighting its iconic global destinations and gives glimpse into the personalities of the star-driven sport. The way that they've edited this video, if you haven't seen that this is tennis video, there's a ton of them, but there's one specific one. It's about a minute long, and it is the one. Like, it is the video, and it will give you chills. Um, the narrating's fantastic on it, the editing's fantastic on it, the star power is unbelievable on it. And I'm telling you right now, this is definitely something you're going to want to go look at. And it's on all social media. It's also on their website. But the pictures and the video quality that they have in these videos is unbelievable. Like, it is unbelievable the way... It's It's like they've been holding this. They've probably known they're going to do this for a long time. But the way they've held all of this together and pieced different things from different tournaments and had their photographers planning on this is unbelievable. Um, each player kind of has their own saying... Um, you know, Novak Djokovic is, you know, this is being number one and still wanting more. Everyone, it says this is everywhere. This is, this is, this is. Daniil Medvedev is, this is zero shots given. You know, th- and then it goes, um, you know, it's got a picture of Felix Auger aliassime on clay. And it says, this is flames. And it's got a picture of uh, Stefano Tsitsipas. It says, this is next gen to next big thing. Um, you know, Rublev's got this is tennis. I mean, everybody, all of their social media platforms, top 20, top 25, top 50 players in the world, all chucked them out on their, um, social media platforms, including Rafa, including Novak, including, I think Federer put his out there as well. Um, and it just is unbelievable. I can't say enough about this campaign. It took me by surprise. Like it took everybody by surprise, but when they announced this, um, on December 9th, it was chilling. Um the way that this is tennis and everything they do is this, is this is this is this is this is. It gives them such a fresh new look and that's kind of what they've been going for for years. If you've seen the way tournaments have done everything, it's been that clean cut modern look to all of their video and pictures and advertising. And so for them to come out with something like this doesn't surprise me and um it just kind of caught me. it doesn't surprise me but it kind of caught me off guard. I didn't see it coming um right now nor did i know know that they were planning a big brand shift but i think this is going to attract a lot of people i think this is i think their focus here is attracting the modern age um making tennis a new you know cutting edge sport and i think tournaments have done that in the past over the last few years you look at the australian open you look at the u.s open who have um the led lights and the led board behind their main rink, Rod, or their main court, which is Rod Laver Arena and Arthur Ashe Stadium, and it changes, right? It can be like that new cutting-edge technology to bring video behind the players, not when they're playing, but afterwards. And I think that was genius. They didn't do it this year because there was no fans at the U.S. Open, but they done. They did it in 2019 when I was there, and it was astonishing. They bring a player out, they announce, from Mallorca, Spain, Rafael Nadal, and it shows his pictures and his face and his name all over behind you know, behind the baseline on both sides. And I think that's kind of the beginning. And I think a lot of players or a lot of tournaments have done it before, but that, that tournaments doing stuff like that was kind of the beginning of this new cutting edge, modern theme that the ATP was going for. And let me tell you when they announced this to now, I still get goosebumps and chills watching that video. And I'll tell you this. They did a fantastic job on this new rebranding. And I think it's going to bring a lot of people to the sport. And it was genius, whoever came up with that. Let's transition over to some ATP awards that are up for grabs this year. Let's start with Newcomer of the Year. Now, there's some names up for it, like Carlos uh, Alcaraz, Lorenzo Musetti. Uh, he had a he had a good year this year. Musetti did. Uh, Tiago Sibath. Wild is up for it. But the one name that really sticks out in this group to me is Sebastian Corda. Sebastian Corda is the American who had a fantastic year this year. Let me tell you how he did. He started off the year ranked 242 and he ended the year at 118. He jumped over 100 in the ATP rankings. He also won um, a, the challenger in Ekantel. He won that one, and then at Roland Garros, he was a qualifier, made it to the fourth round, ended up playing Rafa. So that's why I think he should win Newcomer of the Year. I mean, what a year by the youngster. I think um, he has a lot of bright side. He's tall. He's lengthy. It's the ball hard. He kind of reminds me a lot of Yannick Sinner in that in that category a little bit, but the way that Corda plays um, is something that I think is going to boost him onto the scene here in the ATP ATP Tour over the next year, year or so. Most improved player. Now, there are a few in here that are really tempting to go towards. Yannick Sinner's in this group. Diego Schwartzman in this group. Andre Rublev's in this group. And Hugo Humbert. Those are the four people in most improved player of the year. But I have to give this one. I have no choice but to give this one to Andre Rublev. And these are my picks for ATP awards. The ATP awards haven't happened yet, um, but... They released who's up for him, and this is who I think should win these awards. I think Andrew Rublev should win this for many, many reasons. First off, he played phenomenal this year. If you watch Rublev play, especially after COVID hit, the way that he played was unbelievable. He so much talent, so much you know power he has, and I think he made a lot of players scared of him towards the end of the year, as they should have been. The 23-year-old year from Russia... Uh, had five ATP tour titles this year. Um, he started off the year with an 11 match win streak. He, he had more titles this year than Novak Djokovic, which doesn't happen very often. Um, he played, he had the quarterfinals at the U S open and Roland Garros. Um, you know, he had his ATP 500 titles. Um, he played unbelievably. He had a hat trick of ATP 500 titles, um, in St. Petersburg and Vienna as well as Hamburg, the way that he played was phenomenal. He also made the Nito ATP Finals. The way that Rublev plays is very hard-nosed. He hits the crap out of the ball. He drills the ball every time. And so if he's on, he's really, really, really hard to stop. Um, He also won the Nito ATP Tour. He didn't win the Nito ATP Finals, but um, he beat Dominic Team there. Um, and he finished the season with a career high number eight ranking in the uh, ATP rankings. Andre Rublev, my pick to be the newcomer—not the newcomer, the most improved player of the year. Now let's go to the 2020 comeback nominees. Who I think should win this one? I'm going to go with Milos Raonic, and the reason I'm going with that Canadian. The other one up for it is Pospisil, Raonic, Kuznetsov, and Anderson. Kevin Anderson. The reason I'm going with Milos Raonic is just because he's really struggled and sometimes when players get a little bit older they you know they get injured once or twice and then they kind of fall off and you can say the same thing about Kevin Anderson but um, Milos Raonic was gone most of the year in 2019 he had an injury missed Roland Garros he missed the U.S. Open Um, and throughout his career he's really struggled to kind of you know stay healthy a little bit sometimes and he's really good though he's he's big he's powerful he's smart um and the way that he came back in 2020 uh making the quarterfinals at the u.s open you knew it was gonna be a good year unfortunately covid hit and he had to be sidelined for a little bit longer so so did everybody else um but he ended this year back in the top 20 for the seventh time in his career um he won an atp masters 1000 um he didn't win it sorry he made the final in Cincinnati in New York. Um, That was the double in the bubble. He uh, also made the semis in Paris, and he just had a really good year. And to see somebody that's a little bit older, he's been on the tour a while, especially a guy that big, come back from injuries and start playing well in the ATP tour, is really good to see. And so that's why it's really hard to do, too. It's not easy. you got guys like Korda and Sinner and Rublev and Diego Schwartzman that are coming back. That are starting to play really, really, really good, and for a guy to come back like Emil- Milos Raonic did and be so dominant this year um, is admirable, and that's why I'm giving him the comeback player of the year. Now let's let's go at a few more. I'm not going to go in depth of some of these, but uh, sportsmanship award this year, it's Nadal, it's Millman, it's team, it's Schwartzman. I'm giving this to Schwartzman. Schwartzman had a ton of success this year, and he still handles himself the way, the same old nerdy way that Diego Schwartzman is. That's why so many people love watching and love following Diego Schwartzman is because he's just fun. He loves life, he loves tennis, and he's just fun to be around. He's 5'7", he shouldn't be on the ATP Tour, yet he's very successful, and he has a lot of fun on the Tour. So that's why I'm giving the sportsmanship Award. To um, Diego Schwartzman, obviously Rafa can win it. He should win it every year. Team great sportsman, Millman, same thing. But I want to give it this year to Diego Schwartzman. Now, kind of the last one I want to talk about is Coach of the Year. Now, a lot of these coaches don't get a lot of praise or a lot of uh, you know a lot of attention in the media or just in general because they are coaches. And the people up for it this year are um, Medvedev's coach. Teams coach, Schwartzman's coach, Yannick Sinner's coach, and Andre Rublev. And my pick is Nicholas Massu, which is Dominic Teams coach. This is Teams coach who's been with him for a while. He's the one that's like, attack, 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 if you've ever seen that video. Um, the way he trains, the way team trains is unbelievable. He, he's so fast. He has a racket with him everywhere. He's running, 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 running. And his coach is screaming at him behind the phone, video recording. I mean, it's hilarious. It's great to see though. And it's fun to watch, but that's why I'm going with him. He won the, uh, Dominic team had a great year, made it really far in the Nito ATB finals. And he also won the U S open. And so that's why I am picking Dominic team to win the Dominic team's coach, sorry, to win the Coach of the Year award. Let's move on a little bit. The WTA, the WTA awards were announced. I just want to go through those quick. The comeback Player of the Year, uh, Victoria Azarenka, as it should be. What a year for Azarenka! U.S. Open, all that jazz. She played so good Roland Garros. Um, really, really good year for her. Most Improved Player. This shouldn't really surprise anybody. that's Iga Swiatek. Uh, she won Roland Garros and. Is kind of burst on the scene here in 2020. Newcomer of the year, uh Podoroska, Nadia Padaraska. Um great year from Pataraska, and I don't really have a whole lot more to say about that. It kind of speaks for um himself or herself there. Uh doubles team of the year, uh Babosh and uh Mladanovic. Ladonovich and Babos have been playing for a while, and they're really, really dominant, and they're really fun to watch play. Um, so that one really doesn't surprise me. Um, Lodonovich is great in doubles if you ever watched her. And then uh, Sportsmanship Award, it goes Marie Bushkova. Let's move on a little bit. Stay in women's. I'm going to stay in the WTA Tour here. Uh, someone on the women's tour got a high praise from Sports Illustrated, and that would be... Naomi Osaka now Naomi Osaka uh, has done a lot for the social justice movement that is kind of going around the United States and she has really put her voice out there um, for racial injustice and uh, racism in America and the Sports Illustrated comes out with sports person of the Year the activist athlete um, five who inspired in 2020 now let me name name some of these names and the company that she has, In this list is high praise for Naomi Osaka. And it's really good to have someone like her in the sport of tennis. And someone of her power and grace and influence in this sport is admirable. And let me read off some of these names. LeBron James, one of the most influential athletes uh, of our time and maybe in the history of sport. And arguably the best basketball player in the history of mankind as well. Uh, On the women's side, Breonna Stewart. Uh, One of the best women's basketball players also to ever play. And one of the loudest voices when it comes to injustice and racial equality and gender equality and all of that stuff. That's high praise. Those two, Patrick Mahomes, who has just signed a uh, $500 million contract and also has made his voice be heard as the Super Bowl MVP and the quarterback of the reigning Super Bowl champions the Kansas city chief, Naomi Osaka. I've already talked about her and the way that she's done everything. And then it is Laurent Duvernay Tardif. And this guy, I don't really know how to say his name the best, but this guy is the NFL player who was the offensive lineman for the Kansas city chiefs, but he's also a doctor and he forewent his eligibility this year to play for the chiefs and said, I'm not going to come back and play in the NFL. Instead, I'm going to help battle COVID-19 patients and be a doctor. So, I mean, the company that Naomi Osaka has, rightfully so, Naomi Osaka is in that group. She should have her name in that group. Um, The company, though, that she has on the cover of Sports Illustrated is unbelievable and, like I said earlier, forever grateful to have a woman like Naomi Osaka in the sport of tennis and an ambassador for the great sport of tennis. Last thing here I want to mention The Australian Open has been moved. Three weeks will now happen on February 8th. I don't know a whole lot about it. I don't know the implications of the move. I'm guessing it's COVID-19 and the ongoing global pandemic that has sidelined most of sport in 2020 and looks like it's going to not halt it, but have a big impact on it here in 2021 as we roll into the new year. I'm guessing they're still trying to You know, move around some pieces and there's a lot of moving parts as well as trying to, you know, straighten out some kinks and figure out what exactly is going to happen there in Melbourne and everything leading up to it. Let's not forget what the Australian Open did last year and the players coming together to raise millions of dollars in um, Australian wildfires relief. So the power of tennis can have, especially around the new year and especially the Australian Open, if we can get it through anything as a tennis community, it's going to be the Australian Open because the tournament they put on there is um, well-ran, a prof- professional's professional pr- tournament tournament and the way they can fundraise there, I'm guessing there might be some COVID relief stuff happening during this tournament. That's just my guess. I have no idea. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, you can reach out to Believe on Believe.com or at Believe Podcasts if you would like to sponsor or get an ad in some of these. I'm telling you, my listeners are going up. So if you're looking to add, this might be the this might be the uh, podcast to add on. Um, or you can reach out to me, comments, questions, concerns, as well as um, if you got a good guest or you think good guests would be on this show, let me know. Reach to me at Jacob Sursosimo, both on Instagram and Twitter. C-E-R-S-O-S-I-M-O. Thanks for listening. Be safe. This pandemic vaccines seem to be around the way. But be safe, keep your family safe. Happy holidays and take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.